Welcome back, folks. Halfway update here at Malhara. Uh, Bathurst 1000 for 2019. Richard Powell, Dale Rogers joining us. No real surprises. The cars that we thought would be up the front no, just out the front. Yeah, it, it's a race of pace at the moment. Chebex and it's the fastest cars that have moved to the front with green flag running since that initial safety car right at the very beginning of the motor race. And as the race moves into its second half, the pace is only getting better. Craig Lowndes behind the wheel of car 888 uh, on the 85th lap of the motor race, punched out that car's fastest lap, did a 6-1 Gartana who's leading. He's out of sequence slightly on the pit stop shuffle. He's due the fourth stop for car 97, leads the way as we speak. Um, he's doing low sixes. Alex Premar is actually banking out some low sixes as well in car 17. So now he's got four working tyres on that car. He's in pretty good shape. So... But, Dale, it's fast cars to the front, and the lack of safety cars in this race is ruling out all those wildcard entries that tend to pop up when you get all of those interruptions because they don't have to rely on raw speed to stay in the pack. They don't have that today, at no. least at this point. So, as a result, there's a minute 49 covering the top 14 cars. Yeah, it's quite right, Richard. The, it's interesting how the, the co-drivers now are all un, in battle. The top uh, six, seven cars are all co-drivers. As Tandit makes his long-awaited pit stop. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens now. Premar will be in for his last stint, um, which will leave a triple stint for Scotty McLaughlin uh, at the end. It's possible that, uh, that Tander or the two triple eight cars might only leave a double stint for Jamie and Shane. So they've got that to play because they've probably got the strength in the co-drivers to go. So I think Scotty's heading for a, stipple, a triple stint here. It's not going to affect him. I wouldn't have thought no. not Scotty McLaughlin. He's just so focused. No, I, again, it, it, it's what happens if it comes down to an arm wrestle later on and you want your best, fastest driver in the car. The difference, as we've talked about in the lead-up with, with the triple eight cars, is that... If you're stuck with Craig Lands and Garth Tander at the end, you go, oh, well, that's not too bad, is it? No, no. We'll be all right. So, no, look, they're, they're in really good shape. I've been pleasantly surprised with the speed of the, the Red Bull cars in this race. They've had really good race pace. They've been look like they're okay to drive, whereas they were really hustling them to get that one lap speed when we're in the threes and fours in quali. Looks like they're really comfortable in that groove. The other driver, I think, has done a super job, James Moffat. He's mm. led a lot of this race so far in 55 he and Chaz Mostert have been in good shape. So, um, yeah, they're, they're amongst the contenders. Just made the one little mistake at his last pit stop where he stalled, didn't get the car fired. And there is some talk there's been a bit of airbox problems again with the Tickford cars oh, in pit lane today. Surely they've fixed that. Well, Lee Holdsworth's car definitely had one and Moffat could not get that car moving and dropped four and a half seconds, which really is a massive thing when he was right in the mix. A couple of real standouts for me, though, uh, Tony, have been uh, Bryce Forward and Andre Heimgartner in car seven, yep. the leading Nissan. And, uh, and also, we talked this morning about uh, the Irwin car of Stephen Richards and uh, Mark Winterbottom. They have not dropped out of the top ten all day. Consistent, haven't they? They've been really consistent. Before we just go through a couple of other points, let's have a listen to Ryan's story and his thoughts on how he thinks his boys are going at the DJR Team Penske Shell V Power Team. Ryan Story joins us. Ryan, both cars looking pretty nice at the moment. Yeah, not too bad so far. We've got a lot of co-driver laps out of the way, which is great. And, uh, yeah, we've got one more stint for Tony and Alex each before uh, the day's done. But, look, good, good car pace. And, uh, obviously, in the 12 car, we started a bit further back. We've made up a lot of track position. We lost a bit of track, track position there at the end of Alex's uh, first twin, double stint there when he was up against some of the main game drivers. But the, you, take, you, you, you take a little bit of medicine now and it pays dividends later because we get to have, uh, get to have our main, main guy in the car a bit longer than what some of those other cars will. So, look, track position at the moment is, is 
clearly crucial, but we're in a good spot sitting there in, in third and in seventh. So uh, we'll keep pressing on. Was the word to Alex down the radio, just don't fight him, mate, let him go past, there's nothing you can do? Absolutely, yeah, we were really clear. Just, yeah, don't don't necessarily make it super easy, but at the same time, don't don't lose time fighting those guys. And the, 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 the main drivers should be quicker than the co's, but we've got two really good co's here. And there's no doubt about that, and all the focus on the co-drivers has been probably in the garage next door towards Craig Lowndes and Garth Tander, but the experience that your guys have got in these cars is amazing. Well, it's continuity. I mean, these guys have been with us in, in Tony's case, four seasons. Oh, it's a big lock up there. Um, in Tony's case, for four seasons, and Alex for three, and they know our cars, they know our people, they know how we work, and you look, they're doing a great job. And TD in particular was, did a stellar, stellar stint there just to bring that car up through the ranks, so uh, yeah, really, really pleased with both of their efforts. Enjoy the rest of the day. Thanks, Rebex. Cheers. Yeah, he's a pretty happy man, and he's got every right to be. Some of the disappointments, boys, uh, at the moment. Yeah, I think uh, the disappointment for me today has been Nick Perkett and Tim Blanchard. Um, they have just dropped to the bottom of the list. Um, Tim was in pretty early, which is a good strategy. Nick started the race. They put Tim in, put him in clear air. Uh, they just don't seem to have come back up the order at all. So I'm not quite sure whether BJ got some problems there, Rich. Yeah, really disappointing. And you could argue they were out of position by getting in the shootout with that weather-affected qualifying. So if it was raining today, they might be leading the thing by a lap. You just don't know. But, yeah, clearly they're, they're battling. Um, gee, Penrod Erebus Racing. What an absolute shocker. And a lot of that's down to unforced errors. Um, Luke Gilden's been in the wall twice in this race. Um, really, really scrappy stuff for a winner two years ago and the 99 car that quite a few of us had circled as there, not so much a wild car but as as a car that could contend they just have not looked at any point in running with that leading pack so yeah that's been a real black spot for mine is, is that team that have been amongst the fastest at this joint for the last two years yeah. and they're nowhere today no and will brown and a big lose up at the chase so everything that's that's going wrong with this team it's really dropping them down so uh, they will be shooting for a you know, top 15 at best at the moment and that's very disappointing for a team that even Roland Dane admitted to us the other day has probably been the best Holden team consistently during the year. Yeah. One guy that would love to be out there driving at the moment as a co-driver is Grant Denny. We caught up with him to find out what he has to think about the Bathurst 1000. Oh, we're catching up with Grant Denny. Grant, uh, you love this place, don't you? Uh, it does special things to me, mate. It, I, I walk in here at Mount Panorama and the hair stands up on the back of my neck. And, and even though I'm, I'm not driving this year you know, in, in the big race or any support category, because you still get the butterflies. It's just so much muscle memory from being here for so long. And it's such a special place and it's such an incredible track. It's, yeah, it's, I, I live for this time of year. Yeah. And have your good mate Tony Dalberto, who you've driven with for a, a fair few years, being involved with such a great team you must be so happy for him yeah i know we've had a lot of discussions he came to me a couple of years ago and he goes look i've got an opportunity to run with tim slade at bjr i run with team penske with fabian Coulthard." and i said why are you even asking me you know this is an incredible opportunity this is a worldwide motorsport powerhouse and and tony is one of the most bankable reliable and fast co-drivers there is so you know i've shared a, a, plenty of race cars with him to watch him manhandle a a, a Penske Ford Mustang around this mountain um, is, is really special. So, you know, I'm, I'm proud of the little guy. But are you amazed at the times that these cars have been doing the last couple of days? Into the 203s, could have been a 202 on qualifying had we have had a dry one. Super quick. You watch them over the top, man, and they're doing things that they've never done before. And that's what makes it very hard for probably a co-driver this year is, is these guys just have never experienced a car handle like that over the top of the mountain. You know, they're quick, but they're also not that easy to drive over the top. So there's a lot being asked of everyone. It's pretty scintillating stuff to watch. 
but you know, if they're going to change the regulations and take some aero off them, you know, Scott, I think Scott McLaughlin's pole lap, you know, which is a record lap, is probably going to stand for many years to come. I don't think anybody will come close for a while. No, so exactly. it's a new lap of the gods. Yeah, exactly. Yourself, mate, you haven't driven this year. Uh, some issues or? No, not really. Just a little bit too much work on. Okay. So, you know, I had a great year last year with Tony Delberto. We ran in the production car championship. We won a stack of races there and uh, we finished second and we won a championship in uh, GTs the year before. So just just a little bit too much work on. And, you know, in my game, you've got to take it while it's there. And, and motorsport is a luxury for me now. I don't do it, you know, semi-professionally. I only do it for fun. So... Yeah, I'm pretty hungry to get back out there. And, and when you're standing here at Mount Panorama, hearing the rev of a V8 supercar yeah. engine going around, you know, the blood starts to run a little quicker through your body. Enjoy the rest of the day. Good to see you. All right, boys, before we sign off, give us a halfway tip. Uh, I'm not changing my tip. No. I've been pretty consistent since day one, since we started talking about this race in January, that uh, 17's still in good shape. Yep. And, and the way they've rolled this race out, boys, and they've managed Pramat really well. He's done it. I think he's done a better job probably hard on him after that first stint when we didn't know that he had that that tie down to the cord yeah. after that big brake lock up which was an unforced error that probably shouldn't have happened um, he's done a good job since then so I'm sticking with him yeah I think Scotty's brought that car right back into play uh, you know they sit second at the moment um, we're about to go we'll swing over to the main drivers and McLaughlin is just on fire at this place so very hard to pass if this race stays green it's a race on who's got the fastest car and can either of you tell me a car that's faster than 17? No, no. And for those that uh, may have questioned whether Scott uh, has the race lap record, he has now. Yeah. And one of only two cars to go under the 205s in race trim, uh, James Moffat uh, in the other car as well with Chas Mostert. Yeah, they're the two fastest cars for yep. mine, and they have been all race. And if it comes down to that, and I don't think the Red Bull cars even can go quite that quick, it's the Mustangs. If it's a shoot-off between those two Mustangs, I'll be happy. Yeah. Bring, Bring it on. on. For that. Bring it on. That's our halfway update here of the Bathurst 1000. Back with more in the next hour right here on mypodcasthouse.com with thanks to the racetalk.com and, of course, our great friends at Truck Assist.